Hey everybody, welcome to We've Got the Beat, the podcast devoted to teen entertainment from the 80s and beyond. I'm your host, Michael, and Mindy's on the other side. Hi. <laughs> that was very assertive. Hi. Um, this episode's going to be a little bit different, as we like the one we did a couple months ago, where we discussed a top 20 of a certain type of music that was very keen. <laughs> There's a hip word, everybody. <laughs> Fucking keen. <laughs> the teenagers of that era. <laughs> just Hey, fellow teenagers. <laughs> I feel like I just hopped out of an Archie comic. <laughs> I, do you know what I'm talking about? That one SNL sketch looked yeah. like, uh, hey, fellow, it was skateboard. <laughs> you know where any parties are this weekend? Possibly with <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so we did the top ten like uh, teen. What do we call those boys? Boy bands, but you know, you know the. the but there's more than just boys. A couple months ago, um, that that kind of genre. Then we're gonna go kind of the other way uh, with the pop punk movement around '97 to 2007, and just picking our top twenty songs from that genre. This one was harder for both of us. A, because I think we both have a predilection for this kind of sound, unlike the other sound. And two, this was way more successful than the the, the boy bands, because I feel like there's only a handful of that group that really hit it big. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely some, like, uh, uh, one-hit wonders in here, because there's that's just, you know, the nature of the beast. But uh a lot of these bands have really stood the test of time, too. Yeah. And yeah. because of that, I think that it was harder for me to know what genre does this really fit in. So I'm not 100% about all of my uh, people, but I don't fucking care because I'm happy with this. Yeah. Oh, we had part. that last time. Like, well, I chose Spice Girls, and I'm not 100% certain they counted in that group. And you had Dashboard Confessional, which... They're like a borderline where they almost become because emo is sometimes lumped in with pop punk, and and in dashboard dashboard confession was definitely emo. Well, I have it on this. I have them on this list too. Okay, yeah. So there's there's a few lines Sorry. that are blurred. Um. So you get to go first because I went first last time. So I just go through my whole list. You, if you want to break it up, you can do that. If you want to do ten, I'll do ten. What did we do last oh, okay. time? Now I, now I forget. I think that's what we did. I don't recall. Okay, I you do so. ten. Okay. You do ten. I'll do ten. And these are no in particular order for me. You didn't do them in any particular order, right? Oh God, no, God, I would no. It was yeah. hard enough for me to make the list. So right. I think that a lot of the bands are the same, but there's only a few repeat songs. I think. Yeah, I okay, tried so... to just do. Did you do one song per band? I think I might have one band that has two songs, but I might have changed that. I, yeah. don't, know, fuck, I don't care. And that, that was a hard fart, hard fart for me. <laughs> hard part for me was trying to find one selection from some of these bands. Because, like, you know, some of these were huge. They went on for many, many albums. They had massive amount of hits where, like you said, some are yeah. also one-hit wonders. So that wasn't so hard. But, like, some of the big guys, like Fall Out Boy, how the fuck do I just pick one? It was torture. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, a lot of these, I got it from that list you gave me, so, uh, I mean, the most of the bands came from that list, so if you got a problem with my selections, consult the list. Okay, so, Green Day was on the list, so I picked, obviously, you gotta pick Green Day. Yeah, Green um, Day and Weezer are, and, are the guys who basically started the genre. Okay, okay, that makes sense. 
So, I mean, how do you pick one Green Day song? I don't know. That's just, like, so difficult. Uh, so I went, like, earlier, I guess, um, in the, in, you know, because you had just talked about doing, like, possibly splitting it up or something. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so I picked Welcome to Paradise. Like, how do you pick Green Day songs? There, there's so many that are good, so... Did you pick a Green Day song? No, I kind of skipped the beginning of the genre. Like, there's no Weezer. There's no uh, wow. uh, Offspring. There's no, um, oh, damn it. Ruby Ruby Soho. I can't remember who sings that. Uh, Rancid. You know, the, the first four guys that really started the punk genre Ooh. up again in the, in the 90s, I didn't choose anything from them. I was kind of sticking to, for me, the pop punk really kicked in around 97 with Blink-182. So I kind of just kept that. The early stuff out. But if I was going to go, I would probably go uh, I Walk the Lonely Road. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, um, My Chemical Romance. Uh, I, my first pick was Teenagers, but then I thought I should go earlier. Uh, so I, I chose I'm Not Okay, I Promise. Yeah, you're the one who introduced <laughs> me to this band, because I didn't know who they were. Really? And they had, I think Helena had just come out and, and you showed me the video and that's the one that's like set in 1942 uh, right 1942 there's a world war ii video where it's black and white and he's dressed up ready to go to war and he goes to a dance or something like that no helena's a starts at a funeral oh, then i don't know which one it is i'm thinking of but that's when i was like Who i don't is know this so many so many of the videos are very big yeah. So I can't remember which one that one is. Are you sure it's not the? Um... Oh God. It uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I it doesn't. You right know, now. this is the only genre I know of that you and I both brought like the same amount of bands to the table. Like you would introduce me to uh, people, and then I, you know, I would trade you off with another one. So it's like the only yeah. time that ever happened. Yeah, I think this, I mean, I, I think the song that maybe you're thinking of is the video from Welcome to the Black Parade, but I, I'm not 100%. No, it was the album right before that, but go ahead, sorry. Okay, sorry. I don't I don't know for sure. Um, they had a lot of really good videos and a lot of really interesting visuals, which uh, doesn't surprise me so much that he went on to do some comics, you yeah. know, that, that he could put that visualization on paper. Um Anyway, uh, my next one, Yellow Card, and it is very, very, I, I mean, just basic because it's such a good song, Ocean Avenue. Yeah, you can't argue I that one, yeah. I don't really think I picked a lot of stuff that was, like, super, like, I mean, most of the stuff I picked I think are pretty popular songs, I'm going to be honest with you, um, but you cannot argue Ocean Avenue. And I always thought Yellow Card was so cool because they had that guy with the the violin and they like was so unique in, you know, rock. Yeah, it's well, it's hard. Any a lot genre. of these bands a lot of these bands are really hard to tell the difference. This happens with almost every genre, is you yeah. look and there's nothing that really stands out. I mean, tell yeah. me tell me the ska bands. Tell me what the difference is visually. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, did, I didn't, so I uh, I didn't include Ska in this either because that was right before pop punk, but it does have elements of it. Yeah, I see that, but I think that just m muddles the yeah, whole playing right. field, so. 
Um, so anyway, I really enjoyed seeing Yellow Card live, and that I don't even know why. It's, I think it's so cool to have a violin and a rock band, mm-hmm. but they, but it is. It is. There's only two bands um, here, I think, that we've seen together. In fact, I think I've only seen two of these bands, period. You've seen more than I have, but I've only ever seen Pink Spiders, which is on mine, and then Yellow Card. I'll have to go back and count. I'll count afterwards and tell you how many I've seen. I've seen a lot of them, actually. Okay, next on my list is Paramore, and I don't even know how I could pick one. I I could do a a top 20 of Paramore because they're probably my favorite band. Oh, really? And that I... I actually have even their more current albums, which they've they've you know they've evolved over time. Although I still think that they have, you know, the core is still the pop punk, but their newer albums are a little different, but still really fucking good. Um, so I chose Crush, Crush, Crush. Um, one of just one of their myriad of really good songs because I just think they're fucking great. I love them so much. Um, did you have any any ladies on your list? I, I, that's what I'm looking right now, and I feel like a fucking asshole. Well, you, I told you like the minute I got done with my list, and you said something about the sounds, and I said, "Holy shit! How can I not have Sahara Hot Nights on here?" So I'm just gonna just put this to the side and say, "Sorry, um, I could I could pick a Paramore song that I like. I'm not really that well versed in them. I only really know that first album." Um, but Sahara Hot Nights, Hot Night Crash, uh, Hard Night Crash should have been on here. That's their best song. Well, we ha- I should listen to that band more, and you should listen to Paramore. Yeah, and I like uh, a couple of Avril Lavigne's, like, when she changed genres, and I couldn't choose I it. have her on my list, too, That one but... that, uh, you, you want to give a boyfriend, or whatever. Like yeah. that, I like that one, but that, I don't know if That's on my that, list. Yeah, that, I wasn't sure if that counted, so I just didn't grab it. I don't know. Okay, so I'm at number five, Panic at the Disco. I write sins, not tragedies. I mean, it'd be hard to pick a song because they have a lot of really good ones, but um, that was one of my favorite from, like, their, you know, very early days, like the first album. That was was one that you gave me that uh, I listened to all the time. Remember the little hard drive thingies? I think we talked about this in the last episode, but we had the little, everybody was getting um, iPods. But we got the uh, hard drive discs, the high-density ones from Sony. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure they were more difficult to deal with, but it was kind of nice just to pop the disc, the thing out and put another hard drive in. It was I, I thought it was really convenient. Yeah, we cool. We yeah. always... I mean, I feel like we had the t- a tendency to, like... Do the opposite of go, whatever was popular. Go against the grain. Yeah. Yes. Um... You did you mark them as someone you saw because you saw them too, didn't you? We saw that we went to that show together. Oh right, okay. No, I don't have any of their songs on here. But you, oh okay. okay yeah, we so, saw them anyway. together, but they're not on my list. I forgot about that. Oh, that's okay. That's great. Uh, okay, next on the list, All American Reject, and I chose Wing Swing. That was, I think their first hit, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and some people think that the, the 2005 album is the one with all the hits, but they had my uh, Paper Heart, that, and I feel like there was another one off a of soundtrack they had before the 2005 album. Yeah, I think that this was a hit, but I think that people didn't realize it until, uh, you know, they started getting more hits, and then they're like, oh, yeah. 
Because I don't think was I realized it. Was he in? What? It was Easy A. No. No, no, no. He's in the uh, other one with the uh, on a. Anna Ferris. Oh, uh, the House Bunny. But the House Bunny came out like after the the big album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way later. Yes. Uh, kind of strange that he was in that, but whatever. Um. Okay. Jimmy Eat World, the middle. Yeah, I think that might be the only one that we both have. Yeah. Also, it's probably the only Jimmy Eat World song I really know. Oh, okay. I so I know really a few of them. I listen to them here and there, and uh, it's just. I could be pretentious and pretend like that's not their best song, but it just is. There's a couple of really good ones that they have, but that is yeah. absolutely like of all these songs, I think that might be the greatest one because it so speaks to the generation that's lost, you know? Yeah, but it's still but at the same time it's still like it's not aged. No. It's still really damn good. But it's definitely a song that like it was a radio hit or whatever and that's the only reason why I've heard it uh, most of these bands you know I had their albums I listened to all of their songs but Jimmy Eat World is one of those exceptions where like that's the song I knew and that's it but still super good song yeah the one about okay. the, I don't take my Ritalin or I don't take my drugs I think is what it is was a, a good one hmm. it, it's, hard, it's hard to explain never mind I never know the names of songs either. That's like a... Unless it's really obvious where they just put it in your face. Like, okay, well, that's clearly the name of the song. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, okay, so number eight. Dashboard Confessional. Debatable if it belongs here. I don't know. Um, hands down. Yeah, what's the one from the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack? Because that's probably my favorite one. Oh, I don't remember, but it's good, too. Um... Gosh. Vindicated. It's vindicated. Oh yeah. So strange sometimes how popular songs are from movie soundtracks, and then you're like, can't track it down any other way. <laughs> well, who even and puts songs on a... a soundtrack anymore? It's kind of weird. Like that was so big for song. You and I could do an episode yeah. where we just pick our favorite soundtracks from this genre, okay. not not pop punk, but teen movies, because that was a big seller. I mean, I. I'll just go through someday and tell you all the movie soundtracks that I own still. Well, I remember I was <laughs> the Angus, Mallrats, uh, the Jerky Boy soundtrack, <laughs> and, uh, Empire Records, you know, and of course there's the classics oh, like Footloose and stuff like that, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's a different topic. How about that? Um, okay. So, number nine is Weezer Hashtag. Oh, God, what a comeback for them, right? Remember they were gone for yeah. five years after Pinkerton didn't do well, which I think is a great album. Um, it is a great album. But it did I saw sell... them on that tour. Oh, you did? You did? You saw I, them on the... I, I didn't know that. Um, but that was kind of devastating for them, and then he just disappeared and comes back roaring with the Green Album. Uh, Maladroit, I think, was too soon after the Green Album. That's why there's only a couple hits off that one. But that that Green Album is complete. The whole, every single track off that is amazing. Just like the Blue Album. Yeah, do you think, didn't he, like, take a break to go to college or something? Maybe, but he did speak about the fact that he was really distraught at how they went. No, they were selling, I get I that. Think, I think the Blue Album sold $6 million and the and Pinkerton only sold half a million. I mean, I, I will say, I mean, I think Pinkerton has grown on me. I don't think I thought it was the best album ever at the time that I saw them. 
But uh, God, there's so many good songs on there. I mean, Pink Triangle, such a good song. I don't uh, want to be so... an old man anymore. <laughs> I know it's such it's such a good album, and I really think it's a shame that it didn't get the you know accolades that it deserved. Yeah. Shit, that was in that came out in '96. I must have seen him in concert like the summer of '97, maybe. Maybe. I, I'm not even a hundred percent sure. But at the time, I was super disappointed because, listen, I love Weezer, but they are not, they are really boring in concert. Really? Because I've heard that they become kind of like epic arena bands. So maybe over the years, they just kind of Again, this was 1997. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they've, you know, grown into it. But back then, I I was pretty bored. (laughs) I was so disappointed. Anyway, um, number 10. Uh, Fallout Boy. I'm just sticking with like a goody dance dance. Yeah, it was, it's hard because they're another band that's so linked to great videos. And sometimes I think about yeah. the song, and then I'm like, well, the video is great, but was the song great? And that's what I have to remember. Yeah. Yes. Because I almost picked. Um, okay. What's the one? Uh, Sixteen Candles. You know the vampire video. That yeah. was a really great yeah. video. Mm-hmm. The song's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's hard, but you know now now we don't they don't really do that. You know, during this time period, making a really cool video could make or break you. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, just think about. I feel like. Um, oh God, what's the one band that has all the like dancing and stuff in their videos? Um, the one where they dance on the treadmills. Oh, okay, go. They they peaked. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I think that their kind of antics that they had in some of their videos propelled a good song into much more popularity yeah. because, and they're, they, because they, they might, went to the extremes. Right. There's guys on the fringe. Like, I don't know if they count them as pop punk and I don't count Fountains of Wayne, but they're on the so. edge of it. And I just, I decided not to go there. Yeah, I'm just... Just as an example, I was just using it as an example of like, it, technically I think they're rock, just rock. Yeah, but, well no, I was thinking of um, them as I was like, well should I have added them? Because uh, Get Over It, their first single was almost in that genre. Yeah. But anyway, just, you know, an example of how uh, a, a really gimmicky video can really propel your fame. <laughs> Not that I don't love them, because I think they're dope, but... Yeah. Anyway, okay, that was my first 10. Okay, so uh, my first 10 is uh, Sum 41, uh, In Too Deep. Sum 41 is one of my favorite bands of all time. I think they're one of the few that go beyond just this genre. Um, I take a drink every time we hear the, that word, by the way. Um, but they start off genre? as like, yeah, as, uh, pure pop punk on the first two albums and then they became more of a metal band and they just kept getting more elaborate as they go and their sound gets more intricate and I I think the themes that they're trying to speak about still resonate so strong. The first one is just a fun silly album that's why I kind of stuck to that one because In Too Deep is a really well made song but it's not like it's really challenging but I just so enjoyable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a one hit yeah, wonder. I like that song a lot. What's that? I just like that song a lot too. Yeah. Uh, Weedus, Teenage Dirtbag. Now, if you don't know this, they are a one hit wonder. The song is from a movie that tanked called Loser. <laughs> did we do that on the show? I think we did. No, I don't like that movie. Oh. Uh, I watched it recently. It's not well, that bad. 
I haven't watched it maybe since the first time I ever watched it. So yeah, we were really disappointed when it was in theaters. Oh, yeah, we saw that at the theater. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. my, my third one, speaking of movies, uh, Alien Ant Farm at number three with movies. I think this song is far more superior to their gimmicky remake of Smooth Criminal, which got all of the acclaim and, and sales. But movies... In my uh, opinion, it's really good, though. I uh, really like it. No, it is good, but I think movies is so much deeper, and the video is so much more elaborate than, than the first one, and it didn't really do that well. Um, have you seen the video, the one where they're in the, the theater and the movies come alive? I they... watched I watched part of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, at number four, we have the same Jimmy Eat World, the middle. Uh, number five, I didn't I didn't choose any Blink One Eighty Two because honestly, I think Blink One Eighty Two is a little overrated. I, I don't understand why they sold so much better than some of these bands. Mm -hmm. But when they split up for a little bit and they went their own way. That's when they got better, but the problem is they're basically one-hit wonders. So Angels and Airwaves, The Adventure, um, I think is a really great song. And, and the next one right after that is Plus 44, which didn't sell anywhere nearly as well as Angels and Airwaves. But When Your Heart Stops Bleeding is a really, really great song. It's a pounder. The video will give you vertigo, though, just letting you know. <laughs> uh, I think I... I don't. I watched YouTube videos of everything, but I might have uh, not gotten that far. Yeah, the camera shifts around a lot, and it really throws you. Um, kind of like that one OK Go video where they're constantly changing how you view where the set is. Yes. Um, SR seventy one uh, right now is their big hit. Not a lot of people know that they wrote nineteen eighty five first before Bowling for Soup did it. Did you know oh. that? Yeah, SR71 is just a one-hit wonder, but right now is such a big, fun song about emotional manipulation. And um, it's, it's weird that 1985 was redone by their friends at Bowling for Soup a year later and became so much bigger, but they changed like little hooks and stuff in it and some of the lyrics, and it just works better. But good effort by SR71. Um, I just saw this at this story that's interesting link 182's mark hoppus cancer free oh. uh he's just uh well i guess he was getting uh you know treatment wow. yeah good for him yeah i didn't know that um he's his new music yeah um sr71 okay pink spiders uh little razor blade you remember how he kind of like really really into this like it yes. just kind of like this is so different than anything else in the genre uh it was poppy and it was fun the video was in like an old 70s roller skating rink and you know it has that uh they tried to make them like another weezer band rick Ocasek was brought in to produce it and he tried to make a big sound this is their only hit but that is a really really good album that we loved and we saw mm -hmm. them in concert, and the second album, I think, just took so long. And by the time they came out, the whole, the whole, you know, sound had just moved to something else. It's interesting to me how many albums I like, and then I see that Rick Ocasek was, like, a producer on it. Yeah, well, he did the Blue Album, and he was kind of the king of pop sound because he had produced all the Cars records, and he just became the go-to guy, especially... 
you know, he didn't have really any hits on his own. Maybe one yeah. right after the cars. So if you're not selling as an artist and you don't want the cars to come back, you know, you move on to finding the new sound. But he's, it just seems like he's got a good, a good ear. You yeah, know, or definitely. Um, the next one is another one hit wonder marvelous three freak of the week. Do you know this one? Do you remember this? Um, when I listened to it, it seemed, it sounded just a little bit familiar. Oh, okay. Cause for me, I heard it all the time and, uh, I always get this confused with, uh, there's a song around that same time called little black bag. And I think the, I don't even know who sings it, but I just remember those two kind of being mixed in together at the same time. And I was like, who is the marvelous three again? Which one did they sing? And someone had just brought it up on Twitter the other day, right as I was making this list. And I was like, holy crap, I remember that song. And listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this definitely makes a list. Um, um, go ahead. I do think that a lot of these bands sound alike. They do. I mean, that's kind of typical. I mean, if you, got, if you don't have anything unusual, I mean, it's more about the singles than the whole album. I haven't heard some of these whole albums before, so yeah. I have no idea if they're worthy of more than one hit. It's not, not everybody turns out to be Harvey Danger. Um, truth, and, truth, truth. And uh, my truth. 10 is Yellow Card, Lights and Sound off their two, 2007 album. And this one is a really big, epic arena sound. And it did well, but it just, for some reason, you know, the, the 2004 Ocean Avenue album just did so much better. I, I don't know why, because this one is, that the whole album is just amazing. Your turn. Um, I was just going to say, I'm still looking at Rick Ocasek, and he had um, produced, uh, even if it kills me, the Motion City soundtrack oh, wow, album, I too, I that. think. Is that uh, that I had seen it several times pop up when I was looking at up songs. By the way, I so tried playing Motion City soundtrack at work, and the very first thing that pops up, and it's supposed to be Pandora, where everything is supposed to be radio friendly. I hit play. Let's get fucked up and die. Ah! Oh, sad. Uh, yep, that was. Um, boy. Did you get fired? Yes. Oh. No. Did Okay, I was like, okay. Anyway, so let's see. Some of the things you mentioned. Yes, Avril Lavigne. Uh, I was running out of ideas, so I have her on here twice. Sorry, not sorry. Um, a couple of people I have here on, on here twice because I was having a hard time getting 20. Um, so Avril Lavigne, I'm with you, which is actually more one of her, like, a little bit less rock. More pop. Uh-huh. Um, and I also I also do have Girlfriend on here, which I think is kind of uh, one of her later songs, right? It yeah. Was well, she, remember later. she disappeared for a few years, and then she came out on Saturday Night Live yeah. to debut that song, and it was kind of like a, a little bit of rebooting for her career. Yeah, and I guess she just had a new album come out uh, really recently that is getting a lot of, like, acclaim so she's having another reboot i guess yeah well it happens i mean bowie rebooted all the time madonna yeah heck yeah man yeah. yeah um okay so i mean she gets a lot of flack i guess for being a poser or weird whatever no no they said she but... was a poser because she said david bowie and they're like it's bowie you moron remember how that went on forever like she's canadian you stupid fuck 
I don't know. She started young. People give you a hard time, especially when you're young. But yeah. she had some she still had some catchy damn tough songs. Good for her. For being her little punk awesome self. So rock on, little Canadian girl. Um so bowling for soup, it's funny that you say you said that because I actually did have bowling for soup nineteen eighty five on here. Yeah. Here's the thing is I love bowling for soup. I have most of their albums. I couldn't I couldn't pick one and I just kinda of melted down and said, Forget it. <laughs> Yeah. I had to leave a lot of bands so off I, here. I left Hawthorne Heights off here, and I like them. Oh, God. Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. Um, I also have High School Never Ends. Okay. <laughs> uh, like I said, I think I started getting desperate, so I started putting uh, two songs on here. You know, it's funny. Is um, their songs are silly, but there's kernels of truth in all of their jokey songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, this may be another one that is debatable on whether it belongs on this list. Uh, the Donnas. Nope, that totally counts. That absolutely counts. Okay. I can't believe I forgot them too. Man, I suck. And I feel like such a sexist. Maybe. I think I just tried a little harder. I don't know. I, because I was perplexed, I think I put too much effort into it and thus have a more rounded list. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so I have the Donnas, Take It Off, which I think was... Was that their only hit? I don't know. Uh, Fall Behind um, Me was a hit, and I think there was another one, but those, those but are the damn. Ones. Yeah. What a good song. Uh, I mean, might be a sexual harassment song. I'm not Yeah, sure. I also played this at work, and I had to run over when she was like uh, talking about, you want to get me to the backseat, which is from the previous album. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. What is wrong with you? Because I don't have any common sense, and I'm tired of listening to the 70s rock and roll songs, for fuck's sake. <laughs> But they're good. Yeah. You get burned out, though. Come on. You get burned out. Why don't you switch to the 50s? No. No. It's a workout place. You got to have some energy. I mean, I played Elvis one day, and then it switched over to Frank Sinatra, and I was like, "Uh, it's it's not very good at sticking to the genre of what what I choose. Well, why are you responsible for the music? Because that's what I do. I stay at the desk. I am responsible for the music. Everybody has headphones in, so most of the people don't notice. So hopefully I never get busted. Oh. Yeah, so okay. I kind of just choose whatever I want to listen to. <laughs> well, to be fair, most of the popular music, if you turned on the radio, most of it would be pornographic anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jesus. Anyway. Uh, number 14, Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, very, very hard to pick one song because I love them. Um, I chose Last Night. Oh, good one. Um, I didn't know if they were pop punks. I didn't throw them in. But I like the one, and I, I'm terrible at names sometimes. I have to look them up half the time. I know. Is uh, take a, open the door, I take a hammer to the walls around them. <laughs> What's the one that? Yeah. Oh, do you know the name of that one? No, I don't know the name of okay. anything. Uh, <laughs> but that's the one <laughs> I, I really like. Um, Sorry. I fucking can't stand it when you're around. Yeah, there's so many good ones. I mean, they, they had numerous yeah. great albums, but they never really sold that well. But they've always had a good cult following. Yeah, I feel like they're a little bit more Harvey Danger than that. Yeah, than that. well, I, I feel know? like there was some... You know, we talked about this, like I don't know, like six months ago about how one band leads to another. You can tell like someone picks up the, the, the baton and keeps going with that sound. Mm-hmm, yeah. That they're like maybe you and there were a little bit influenced by this sound, yeah. Right. Well, it's a um, lyrical hopscotch. Motion City soundtrack is very complicated, and and he works so hard 
uh, at the lyrics to make them structurally sound. I really hate flimsy bullshit songs with filler. Yeah, there's a lot of those. I think that's why, I, I mean, there I there are some popular songs that I like okay, but for the most part, I don't like, I don't really listen to the radio and I don't generally like what is popular on the radio. Yeah. I don't even know how I find music anymore. No, I have no God. idea who exists after Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm dead. I'm done. <laughs> oh my God. The whole world is just Imagine Dragons and like Pitbull. Okay. Yeah, I just tapped Probably. out. I was like, well, Kesha. I like Kesha. But after that, I was like, done. <laughs> I do. And it's your fault. You had that album and I really got caught on to it. So now I listen to her all the time. Her songs are so fucking catchy. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> My battery's died. Let's right. go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Plain White Peas. You think you know what song I'm going to choose, but you don't. No, I don't, actually. I, I know it's not going to be Hater Delilah. Rhythm of Love. What? I don't know that one. Oh, it's good. Um, uh, I can't sing it for you because that would be terrible, but... Um, it, it, it's a, it was a hit too. It's just it definitely different. I remember different something part. about I really hate you or I really can't stand you or whatever. That was a, a like a follow up, like kind of a hey, let's move away from hey there, Delilah. That like a whole different sound. I can't remember what it was. Though. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what that one was, but this one was probably an album or two later. Um, I think you just don't realize that playing White Seas sang this song. I'm sure you've heard it. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I mean, when you're known for a ballad, it's the curse of what happened to hair bands. Yep. The ballad yeah. would be the big one, and then everybody would judge them by that. Oh, hate! I really don't like you. It, it's off the 2007 album. Okay, yeah, that one's a good one. Okay. So I did six, 16 and 17. I already mentioned Avril Lavigne and Bowling for Soup, Soup came back again. Uh, 18, uh, yes. Yes, I was running out of good ideas. Weezer, Buddy Holly, blah, blah, blah. That's basically like that. ground zero. That and the Green Day track that you chose is a ground zero for that sound. Yep, yep. It's because I'm generic. I'm not Pendantic. Sure. Choose a more difficult word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello. <laughs> in, insult me once and then insult <laughs> me twice with an even better insult. Damn. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm really going to have to work on my insult. Thank you for that inspiration. Okay, uh, I am at number 19 with Pink Spiders, and I did not choose Little Razor Blade, even though it's a good song. I actually chose Adelaide. Oh, that is a that really one? great song, yeah. It's a really good song. Okay, Adelaide. I don't know. It's good. It's just like sort of like a thing saw me kind of like light little yeah it's a fun bouncy track yeah okay the last my last pick number 20 i don't think it fits in this list but i don't give a fuck (laughs) damone now is the time okay see i thought about that one too thank you thank you huh brilliant i'm just pleased with my list you have an excellent list. You you chose bands that I feel stupid for not picking. I wasn't sure about Damone either because they, they're more metal, but they still I know. have... But I'm going with it. Fuck it. Going with it. Um, here's the funny thing. I keep saying that Green Day and Weezer started the pop punk sound, but we know it's Ramones. Yeah. 
The fucking Ramones yeah, were kings of that sound, so. I know. I wasn't sure how, how far back to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't want to go that. We know this is a very specific area that we were trying to pick because there's other bands that were like the Ramones. And I remember for yeah. years people scoffed at the Ramones because they had a popular sound. They're like, oh, the Sex Pistols are better. I go, they fucking suck. Yeah. They can't play. That's the point. <laughs> no. You still I will suck. just say that the description of Damone is the genres are hard rock, power pop. That is why I decided that it was acceptable. Yep, you, you put those two in a blender and you got pop punk. All right, so... Um, and Jesus, what a good album. What a good video. That was before everybody started doing the retro 80s homages, the the Evil Dead homage they did in that. Yeah, but it's a badass track. You know, they, bro- they broke... They broke up in 2008 and got back together in 2019. Did you know that? I did not know this. So they don't have a new album out, but... It's- promising well we're now in the nostalgia of this what was that concert when we were young is that the one with all the pop punk bands that are getting together is that real i thought that was fake oh shit really fuck i got super excited about it and then i think that it might be a scam like the ah! festival thing i'm all not right. sure but damone out here all night go listen to the album please yeah and thank you all right so okay, i'm done my final 10 is uh, Newfound Glory, All Downhill From Here. It's not the big one, the I Choose My Friends Over You, but I think this this track is so good. It opens up their, their album Catalyst. And the funny thing is, when I was looking this up, I forgot that it wasn't called Catalyst. I kept looking for the track. I was like, what fucking album is this on? <laughs> but um, they, they found a way, especially after this album, they, they, they're, they really divi- uh, focus on like harmonies which is kind of rare for this sound. It, it really layered. I, I like the bands that didn't get lazy and kept uh, escalating in different sounds and stuff like that. That's why some of like with the ska bands, why it died out so fast is because everybody sounded the same and they rarely ever evolved from that. Yeah. Um, number 12 is Lucky Boy's Confusion, Hey Driver. No one's going to know this no, you got to be really, really no. into this. I only found this by chance. It was one of those where you got... Remember BMG had the 12 for the cost of one or whatever? Yep. And I just kept looking around. I need a 12th one. So I just chose that. And I popped it in. And I was like, this is really good. And then it hit Hey Driver. And that was the one that just really sold me on it. Uh, they're a band that really didn't have anything beyond this album. They had like an EP and then they broke up. But uh, if you've seen Looney Tunes back in action, when Brendan Fraser and Bugs Bunny get in the car and they take off shooting through Vegas, that's the song. <laughs> Ooh, cool. Okay. Um, I did watch that movie kind of recently. Yeah, and that one has, that's another one with harmonies. Uh, Hot Rod Circuit, The Pharmacist, I was crazy, absolutely crazy okay. about this band. I totally forgot about that song, but damn, it's good. Yeah. Their first two albums, remember, we listened to them all the time, and then the third album, for some fucking reason they so the the first one is very uh emo pop punk the second one is a lot harder um it's more driving almost metal sound and all of a sudden in the third one they decide to go country-ish like wilco Hmm. and i just Hmm. wasn't there and then i think they knew they fucked up because one of the guys quit the band out of protest of what the new sound was and then they broke up i don't really like wilco they broke up right after that band so or after that album so that was a huge screw up um taking back sunday 
I really like the first track off there. What does it feel like to be a ghost? That was really close to being my choice. Not a not a hit. And I like the um, liar or um, make damn sure, um, which were the two big hits off this one. But number I think eight on that track is Miami, and I just think it's so different from everything else that they were doing. It's such such a good song. Do you remember me listening to this album nonstop in the shower, just blasting it? When we, when we lived in the same house? No. Okay. That's funny. I said in the same house. No, I was blasting it so loud. Did you hear it across the country? <laughs> it was in news reports. <laughs> um, it's been reported that you have bad taste in music. <laughs> oh, you, did you not like this track? No, I was just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, number 15, Saves the Day as Your Ghost Takes Flight. This is one that I discovered because of Joey, our quotation marks little brother. Um, who has sadly disappeared from social media, and I have no idea where he is now, so I have no idea how to contact oh. him. It, it's sad. I, for, I, he, I don't know what happened. Um, but he gave me this album to listen to, and he's like, I didn't really care for it. It's not the sound I was looking for. And I was like, okay. And then I really think this is a great one. It's not the big hit off of it. This one has, uh, it's kind of a horror story, and it has... A very particular way that he sings the lyrics that is really catchy um and sadly after this album there were another one like hot rod circuit that completely changed their sound and they just had no hooks no singles i don't know what they were thinking um 16 alkaline trio not a huge band they never really had any top 40 hits but they have a fanatical following and it's because they never really stray away from the sound. They're on the darker side of pop punk, but somehow make these incredibly dark topics very pop sounding, very catchy. I mean, I've even heard this in the grocery store of all things. Don't you think that you heard this song, right? Doesn't it seem kind of creepy and disturbing to be playing while you're shopping for groceries? Which song are we talking about now? Alkaline Trio Help Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd want to be shopping for that. Yeah, but their sound is very, very mainstream. And I think a lot of people were upset with this album, Crimson, because they signed with a major label. And they didn't really change anything. It was just they had better production values and better promotion. And that was it. And people turned on them for selling out. And I think that's so fucking strange. You don't want your band to mm -hmm. actually get paid? Yeah, you don't want them to have success. So that's really weird. Yeah, it's, it's all bad. this weird ownership. Like, oh, it's this my precious thing. You can't, I'm not sharing it with you. You know, and so then they just rather burn it down or just give it away and never have anything to do with it again. Oh, you got that whiny voice down real Thank good. Thank you. Um, all right, so 17, Fall Out Boy. Thanks for the memories. This was the one that was torturous for me because there's so many great songs. I did stop before, uh, so there's, people forget they broke up for like three years. And uh, Patrick Stump, and he did the hit. Remember, he did that solo album. It was more dancey. Yes, I do. And then yes, do. Uh, they came back, and then they kind of dropped some of the pop punk, and they kind of went more arena sound. And they were mixing genres a little bit, adding a little bit of hip hop to it, and digital stuff. So I kind of count the first run, those first three or four albums, as the pop punk era. And Thanks for the Memories is such a great video, but it is such a fast, wonderful song. It's, I, it's so hard to choose one. You can't, like, sing along with that shit. No, it's so fast. Good lord. And I, <laughs> someone told me, 
Someone told me that they didn't like his voice, and I was like, oh, you mean guys who can sing? <laughs> like, legitimate, high-quality voice? <sighs> Weirdos. Um, 18 All-American Rejects, top of the world. Probably didn't expect that one. Did you expect that? Uh, no. Yeah, it wasn't one of their big hits. It was the last single they released from the 2005 album, I mean, they clearly at this point were exhausting what they had, and they just did one of those live videos, you know, ones where they just grab a couple cameras and film while they're in concert. But I just think mm -hmm. this is so hard driving. I would walk to work every day and just – sometimes I would just hit repeat a few times because it was so damn good. Um, my Chemical Romance, Helena, which I mentioned earlier, is my number 19. And Good Charlotte, I almost went with Lifestyles of Rich and Famous because I love the drum beat so well, but then I sat there and, and really, like, took in the lyrics, and I was like, nah, this doesn't work. This is, it's too simplistic. Um, so I went something more difficult was The River. Now, I'm not religious in any way whatsoever, um, but this song is powerful, and it really speaks to whatever they were going through at that time. And he clearly was struggling with something. And for him, religion was important, like rediscovering his religion and, and going back to his family. I think it's a really, really good song. I accidentally forgot that you changed the song, and I didn't listen to that one. No, I'll have I, to go yeah, to sorry it. about that. That was one that, like, an hour after I told you, I realized that I chose oh, incorrectly. No, okay. yeah. But, and I would love to put Hot Night Crash in here with Sahara Hot Nights, but fucking, I forgot. <laughs> so I seem like a huge sexist <laughs> for not picking a single female when we know that they were extremely important to the sound. I mean, for Pete's sake, you get, you have, um, the Runaways are so critical just as much as yeah. the Ramones are. Yeah. So I screwed that one up, everybody. Sorry. I mean, I kind of purposely didn't pick them either because, again, like, I thought about it, but then I thought, you know, we were sticking to a specific, more specific time period, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. Um, so that is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And, Mindy, thank you for doing this extremely challenging episode because <laughs> I think I upset you a little bit. I stressed you out. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just harder than it sounds. That's yeah. all. All right, so I thought it was going to be an easy break from watching movies because I'm kind of drowning in movies for other episodes, but uh, we will get back oh. to the movies. I can't remember what we had next on our list. I'm not even going to go into it unless you remember. Oh, well. Um, so that is it. Check us out on Facebook under uh, Hit Rewind Podcast, and subscribe, share, and comment. And thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye.